Welcome to Women Winning It Writing Podcast Show. I am your host, Chelsea McCoy, and this is the show where we talk about all things writing and all things editing. We just welcome all of our listeners to our show today, and we're so thankful for you listening in. And our motto is we want everyone to win at writing. So today on our show, we are going to talk about children and healing our children and just working with our kids and how um, our featured guest on today is going to share some things with us and how writing helped her to accomplish that. So we would like to welcome Miss Doris Barron to the show. Good afternoon, everyone. I am so excited to be on this forum with you to share my passion. My children, my passion. Your children, my passion. Thank you so much. You are so welcome. So, Miss Doris, we thank you for being our guest on the show today. And we're excited to hear about your book and your writing journey. So, we're just going to dive right in. So, without further ado, Miss Doris, please give us the title of your book and what it's about. The title of my book, actually, there are two of them. The first one is change your mindset save your child saving our children by healing ourselves and then earlier this year i published the companion guide to it which i titled change your mindset save your child my mindset transformation guide which works with the book to help those of the readers who would like to actually take the steps to transform their mindset. That's, Absolutely. Oh, wow. Okay. So this is a, these are some intense topics. So changing your mindset to yes. save our children. That's big. That's big. Yes. So let's go a little bit into that. And, um, Tell us exactly what readers can look for when they purchase the books. What my book does is it helps the reader to understand how their own mindset affects the way they relate to and parent their children or interact with their children. It also spells out what factors attributed to their mindset are the drivers Mm -hmm. of how they relate to their children. I help them understand how their children perceive their actions and resulting behaviors, whether they're positive or negative. Children learn, and and, and I want to reinforce this, children learn and reenact what they live every day. My book shines a light on this to make us, make the adults take notice of that. I use conversational language in my book. I I don't try to get too Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. professional and all that. I want to speak to you from a parent-to-parent sort of way of handling that. I also share some of my own personal stories about my parenting journey. And there's one area that I am really, really happy to be able to share. Several men who are currently incarcerated Mm -hmm. at this moment were willing to share their experiences so that people can understand how they got to be where they are. And mindset drove that. Their family's mindset, their own mindset, the community around them that they lived in, mindset drove all of that. It's amazing. Wow. Okay. So did you share 
with them about the book or did you give them some, you know, tips and strategies, you know, when you were speaking with them? Actually, it was through another person that I actually got them to share. What they did was when they learned what I was trying to accomplish, they wrote their own story about how they grew up. And all of the things that in uh, that they were affected by in the, their environments and how they ended up where they are now, with the idea that by sharing their stories in my book, hopefully others would take heed of that and not allow themselves to fall into those same traps that they did. Gotcha. They didn't realize that their mindset could change until they got into prison, and they were forced to think about what put them there. Wow. And that's so yes. true. It sometimes it does take certain situations in our lives to get our mindsets to change. And it <laughs> sometimes that's what yes. it takes is for a situation or something like that to happen. So what was the inspiration for you to write the book? Wow. Um, as I said before, my love for children, of course, beginning with my own three daughters has been a huge driver for that. But I've also witness how miserable some of our children are every day in the way that they're growing up. And that became very much more clear to me when I began to substitute teaching the Birmingham City School System. I was able to interact with children who had issues where oftentimes they would act out in the classroom Mm -hmm. and do and say things that were very, very negative. But I had to remember, these are children. Right. Many children don't know how to come and tell you what their issues are, Mm -hmm. what they're feeling, their pains. So they act out. That's their way of getting your attention so you can see that something is going on behind that behavior. Mm -hmm. And that helped me to realize many of these children don't have a say. They don't have a voice. They don't know how to come out and tell you because they don't have an environment that they can grow up in or a culture that allows them to be able to do that without being penalized. So I chose, and I asked God to guide me on this, I chose to be their advocate, their voice. And I do that through my books. I love it. I love it. And that's that's such a wonderful, inspir- inspiring point, you know, um, to write about. So how did you get started writing? Is this your first book? Have you written others? No, this is my first really serious endeavor in terms of writing a book. But I've written a lot during the, oh, let's say 10, 15 years where I would write essays. I've written thoughts about different topics that were important to me. And things that just I wanted to share in one form or another. Mm -hmm. But the book took a life of its own as I was experiencing substitute teaching role in the school system because there were so many children going through so many levels of negativity that they either brought into the school with them by their behaviors or they just needed somebody to show them that they care. I experienced that with many of those students that I interacted with. It was amazing. Even though they misbehaved, I absolutely worked with them like would take them out into the hallway and have a little talk with them and oftentimes after we talked that behavior 
totally change, 180 degree turnaround. Oh, wow. Children, they just need to know you care about them before you try to teach them anything. Mm-hmm. That's, in, that's one of my chapters in my book. I don't care about what you know until I know that you care. And it is so powerful. Wow. And that's such a good point. Uh, that's very, very true. And again, congratulations to you for carrying out, you know, something that started, you know, as an inspiration and an idea. And you went ahead and transformed that into a book. How has the feedback been so far for those who have purchased the book already? Oh, my God. It has been incredible. I am so blessed. I've had several people come back to me, members of my family, friends, people that my friends gave the book to, or people that my family members gave the book to, came back and said, oh my God, I never thought about it that way until you put it in words. Mm -hmm. This is making me see things from a totally different perspective. Thank you so much. As a matter of fact, I got a wonderful testimonial recently from one of my readers who wanted to let me know just how much my book and the accompanying interview that I did earlier helped her. And the thing she said that resonated for her was, in the interview I said, we are teaching our children even when we don't know it. And it just blew her away, she said, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because it made her realize our children are watching everything we do and oh, Yes, say. yes, they are. Everything, yes. Everything. Mm-hmm. From the way we, from the way we uh, brush our teeth to the way we cook food, the everything. way we vacuum. <laughs> yeah, you know, even I had my, uh-huh. my son even ask me, Mom, why do you tie your shoe like that? I don't tie my, my shoe. My teacher taught me this way. <laughs> And I'm like, you're paying attention to how I tie my shoe. So, yes, uh-huh. they're literally paying attention to everything. 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 Yeah. Even the smallest things that we don't think about. And that's why I made that comment about you're teaching your children even when you don't know it. Yes. And that's so very true. So while you were writing this book, how did that help you personally? Like, did you, you know, as you were writing the content, um, uh-huh. did it? enhance or you know did it help you with how you you know your relationship was with your kids you know it it was amazing Chelsea there were some instances in fact there were some things that I shared about my own parenting journey that jolted me back to that time when it happened and I thought about it and I thought oh my god I sure wish I had had this book when I was doing this because yeah. I wouldn't have done it this way. <laughs> right, definitely. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I shared an experience with my youngest daughter in uh, part of the book where um, I talked about how she, her dad and I ended up breaking up. But I wasn't thinking about how it was affecting her. Yeah. yeah. I was so much in pain myself. Mm-hmm. I missed, I, I, I lost sight of what this was doing to her. Yeah. And as a result of that, we didn't have the best relationship for a number of years because, of course, she blamed me. And mm-hmm. she had every right to. I broke it up for good reasons, of course. But the point is, I didn't prepare her. I didn't talk to her. Yeah. I didn't let her know that even though our living situation isn't going to be the same 
we both still love you. Mm -hmm. I still love you. Mm -hmm. I didn't do that for her. And she held it against me for a number of years. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, she did. But I understood. And that's the point where my other chapter comes in. Patience is still a virtue. I used part of my experience with her in my patience and working with her to walk through that timeline to give her a chance to come back to me on her own. I didn't push anything with her, but I made sure she knew I loved her. I made sure she knew I was there for her whenever she needed me. And when she needed me, I was there. Yeah. I didn't make excuses. I did whatever I needed to do to let her know that she was very important to me, much more important than she thought. And so over the years, as she became an adult and a parent herself, Mm -hmm. she realized what had happened wasn't because I didn't love her anymore. It was just, that's part of life. So we are very, very close now, and I thank God for that. I truly thank God for that. But I did share that in the book so people would understand that when we are making life choices that Mm -hmm. affect our children... We need to think about how it's going to affect them and include them in the decision-making process so they won't feel left out. Definitely. She said she, she came back and told me later, I didn't know what was happening, Mom. Oh, wow. I was scared. And I, it broke my heart when I heard her say that. Yeah. Yes, it broke my heart. Oh, wow. Yes. Well, Again, I just, I think that it's awesome that, you know, something such as tender, you know, and heartfelt Mm -hmm. that this topic is, you know, that it has had such an amazing effect, not just on the, those who have purchased the book, but, you know, with you Mm -hmm. and your daughter and, you know, those, um, you know, that are connected to you. So if you could say one thing to a woman who's thinking about writing a book, you know, whether uh-huh. on any topic, fiction, nonfiction, whatever it is, what would you say? Well, you know, there are a few things I thought about there. Um, I would say, first of all, think about what it is that you want to write about. What is it going to be? Is it going to be fiction or nonfiction? That, that's a huge part of the decision-making process right there. Mm-hmm. Are you, what are you passionate about? It's got to be something that, and this is how I knew that I was going to be writing about this. It woke me up in the morning and it went to bed with me at night. Yep. Mm-hmm. When it does that to you, that is your focus. That is what you need to write about because it won't let you go. Yeah, yeah. Who's your target audience? Who am I trying to reach with my book? Mm-hmm. Because you need to have a good reason for writing this. And you need to know who you are trying to reach when you write it. So that will help drive how you write it. Uh, Why do I want to attract this specific audience? What messages am I trying to give them? Because you want to provide them with something to walk away with. Right. Right. Even if it's in a novel, there's still a lesson to be learned in the story of the novel. Correct. Um, What's my call to action if there is one for them to take after reading the book Mm -hmm. are you expecting them or are you helping them hoping that they will do something with what they have learned from your book in my case my call to action is the very thing that we talk about 
look at your mindset. What are you doing and not doing that's affecting your children right now? Wow. What can you do to change it to improve the way things are with you and your family? Yeah. That's my call to action. It could be different for someone else. Right. But that's where I say, if you're really serious about wanting to write something, be sure what it is you want to write about and why. That's good. That's good. Well, we are just about out of time. Thank you again, Miss Doris Barron, for sharing your book and your writing journey with us. Before we wrap up, is there one last thing or anything closing you would like to say to the listeners? Number one, thank you for providing this forum for me to share my passion with you and whoever the listeners are. I would also really appreciate it if you would visit my newly uh, published website, my author website. The name of it, it or the uh, URL for it is very easy to think of. I remember, changeyourmindsetsfadeyourchild.com. All one word. Okay. It will, it will take you to my website, and I would love to get anyone's feedback that goes to it. I would certainly love it if you click on the link that takes you to where you can purchase the book. And please give me a review if you decide to do that. I I need to know that I'm reaching those of you that read the book. And I need to know that I'm having that positive impact that I pray God for. Definitely. Okay, so they can go to your website, changeyourmindsetsaveyourchild.com, and they uh-huh. uh, they can also purchase the book on the website as well? As, well? They can go to the link that the website takes them to, which is either Amazon, or they can go directly to Barnes & Noble, okay. Target, Walmart. All of them sell it on their online um, uh, uh, screen, their pages. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Well, everyone, you heard it here first. Miss Doris Barron, her books are available at Amazon and Barnes and & Noble. And her website has also been provided should you want to reach out and connect with her. Well, we thank you again, Miss Doris, for being a guest on our show. It has been a privilege. And thank you for sharing with us on changing our mind, saving our children such important topics and thank you for sharing how writing helped you to achieve that goal as well with spreading the word and getting that message out so again until next time we thank you everyone for listening in and remember keep winning at writing everyone be blessed thanks